and welcome to John Park's workshop. It's me, John Park, and here we are. We're back, and we're better than ever. I feel that. Do you feel that? I thought you might. So let's get to it, huh? We've got all sorts of exciting stuff going on. First of all, as you probably know, we're heading towards Halloween. It's coming up soon, isn't it? I should fire up my... Maybe I'll turn that on later. I've got my little... Uh, matrix portal that'll tell me how many days and hours it is. I think it's nine days, something like that. Uh, I've worn orange and black just in a sort of mood, getting the mood going. And uh, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. So let's see. We've got uh, uh, a few things to talk about. First of all, I want to mention that Adabox 16 is shipping right now. It is on the way. I believe there are still some boxes available. So if you want to get in on it, you can head over to Adabox. Uh, I think if you go to adafruit.com slash Adabox. Let me pull up a window for you here. How about this one right here? Yeah, that'll do it. So if you head to that site right there, you can hit the getting started button. The little banner there says that it's currently shipping and subscriptions are still open. Uh, if you place your order today, you'll receive it in time for Halloween. And not only that, but we've got a very special unboxing coming up, which is going to be next Wednesday night. And that's going to be Wednesday the 28th. And in, uh, let, me, let me show you a little... Adabox action there. There's the official colors of our Adabox. And the, the fun thing with this one is that we've got a very specific theme that you may have guessed by now, but let me, let me play you a little hint. Now, uh, one thing you'll, you'll note is that if my video playback is strange today, it, you should hear it just fine, but I'm weirded out because my machine has decided to play it back with very stuttery audio. So sometimes I use those sound cues to know when it's going uh, to finish up. So uh, let's see. The, yeah, so the, so the Adabox unboxing is going to be Wednesday, and the time is going to be uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time. So that's the usual Ask an Engineer time slot. But if you tune in, you'll get to see a what I think is going to be perhaps our best unboxing yet. Some of you have gotten into the mail already and are holding back on opening it, which is great. If you want to jump in and check it out, that's fine too. Uh, let's see. I also want to give a little shout out to the, uh, the chat happening over on Discord. It looks like there's been a Lars sighting. Which is exciting. Uh, where is he? Uh, huh? 
Oh, I think it must be in that little movie there. There's a Lars movie. Yeah, Lars is around here somewhere, but I don't usually keep track. So uh, the other thing I want to mention is that we have a help wanted board. If you head on over to jobs.adafruit.com, you will encounter our free job board. You can post positions there if you're looking to hire someone for contract work, freelance stuff, part-time, full-time, remote, on-site. It's all possible. It's all free. And you can also put your info up there if you want to have your skills and resume uh, on display for people who are looking to hire. So head on over to jobs.adafruit.com to check that out. Now, let's see. We uh, also, let me go into full, full me mode. We also have a product pick of the week each week. So you probably know that I like to do these product picks of the week. And now... I'm doing it as a series. So I believe I just had the eighth episode. It's a Tuesday at this time. So Tuesday, four o'clock Eastern time is the JP's product pick of the week show. It looks like that. And that was the product pick this week. It's this lovely little APDS 9960 sensor. Uh, You can see that little sensor package right in the middle of that board is accessed using Stemma QT because we got those great little Stemma QT connectors on. So you can plug it into things and plug more things into it. It's modular, chainable. Uh, the little sensor itself is, is that little pair of circles you see in the middle in that square package. It's got a lot going on. It's a light sensor, a color sensor, using three different little filtered diodes to sense red, green, blue, as well as overall color, or rather overall light. It has proximity sensing. And the thing I demonstrated on the pick of the week is the ability to use the grid of gesture sensing. So it has essentially four little sensors that see reflected IR light, and it can therefore tell based on the pattern of strength of that reflection what direction you're moving your hand in. So in fact, I'm going to show you a little playback of the product pick of the week this week, a little one-minute recap. This will tell you what the product pick of the week is. It's called the APDS9960, and it has proximity sensing, ambient light sensing, gesture sensing, and color sensing for reflected light or ambient light. What I have happening here is something that you might find in a haunted house or an escape room where you learn some gestures that you have to do in front of a painting in order to open up a lock or a door or a lockbox. And like I said, it also does regular proximity sensing and it does ambient uh, light sensing. So there's a lot of different things that you can use this board for. And there it is, my product pick of the week, the APDS 9960. Ha, caught myself, didn't bring the volume back up. Uh, I'll also say I was very happy to see over in the Discord chat, uh, P. Curry in a hurry said that they literally Impulse bought about $90 worth of gear while Impulse buying the product pick of the week. That is our goal. We like to be transparent about this. We're trying to keep the, the lights on and the people employed at Adafruit. And so 
we're really happy to see that people are enjoying checking out a cool new product of the week and going and buying it and maybe lots of other stuff. One of the things that we're doing to help encourage you to loosen up your wallet and buy some things during that show is we actually embed the live video, the live stream video right inside of the product page. And there is a discount that is applied often during the show for that product that you'll see happen right there, right before your eyes. And this week is a 50% off. So that sensor uh, came in at half price if you watched during the live stream and bought it then. So that's our grand experiment in, in trying to find new ways to get the word out there about some of our good products and uh, hopefully sell some. So thank you. That's an that's a encouraging story to hear. Thank you, P. P. Curry in a hurry. Uh, all right. Let's see. What's next? Uh, how about we jump into a Make Code Minute? That's a good time. Let me do some setting up here. Uh, How about me there and things down here. Move that down for you so you can see it. There we go. That should work. All right. And pull my make code. All right, so for the Make Code Minute today, what I wanted to show is something inside of maker.makecode.com that allows us to use a variety of different boards. In this case, I'm using the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. And in fact, if you look at my little camera here, I'm using three of them. The reason I'm doing this is that you can use the radio blocks to send messages over the Bluetooth radio among the different boards. And one thing I'm showing this time is this notion of setting radio groups. So we can essentially carve out channels for different boards so that we can send a message just to the channel one boards or the group one boards and a different message over to the channel two boards. So what I've done, I'll I'll show you a little live demo. The center board is going to send a color message over to the channel two board. When I press A, it'll go red. When I press B, it'll go blue, but you'll see the first board here hasn't changed. If I flip my little switch to the left, now I'm sending only messages on channel one. If you look here in my make code session, how this works is initially we set the radio group to one. And then when I press the button A, it'll send a message called message one. If I press B, it'll send a message called message two. What happens when a message is received? If message one is received, we go red. If message two is received, we go blue. So far, that's pretty standard. But what's changing is as I move that switch left and right, we set the radio group either to one or I've decided to use 255 just to show off how many of them there are. And so the um, radio group of the receiving and the sending will have to match for those messages to be received. So if I send this over to the right, that's going to only send on uh, channel two or group two. And this one is already to the right. So it's set to receive on that channel. Uh, And now if I set them both to the same group, we should see them both update. So that's a fun way to set up different types of little remotes using the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit right inside of maker.makecode.com. 
And that is your MakeCode Minute. All right, and uh, next up I've got a uh, game pick of the week. So it's a, an extension, in fact, this week. I saw this over in the forum.makeco.com in the arcade channel. And this is an extension called Minimap. And someone was checking this out. It's actually an extension by Microsoft, I believe, by the MakeCode team. And I had never seen it before. I missed this. But this is really cool. If you check out the example game that our poster, in this case, it is Darzu posted. Here is a little game. Oh, I just lost it immediately. <laughs> Let's restart the game. Uh-oh. Let's see if we can get it to start happily. Oh, wow. It's doomed. All right. Well, let's click this uh, link and start it over again. So uh, actually, what you can see, if you look in this GIF here, this is an extension that uses the tile map that your game level is based on and allows you to create a little miniature map in the corner. And you can see it demonstrated here. We have this little ship that's sailing around and it's possible, pressing a button in this case, to show where you are on that map without having to create any extra graphics, which is pretty great. So if you change your level map, your mini map goes along with it, which is really terrific for games with a large world. Uh, I'll give it one more shot here. Let's try launching the game here. I don't know why it was deciding to bail immediately. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll look in, oh, I've killed it. Hold on one second. I won't give up. Let me, uh, let me go back to find that. So I'll show you forum, make code, extension. Sometimes people post uh, an update later in the forum post. So let me just see. That, that might have been a bug that was noted. Uh, either that or I'm cursed. I'll click the edit code button, which will allow us to jump over here. And I might use the beta. That, that sometimes is the answer. So I'm going to switch. Whoops. I'm going to switch that to beta while I'm in there. And that's a good sign. It's restarting in its uh, the, the default state that I expected. So we can go full screen with this now. Okay, so it asks you to name your boat. I love that. So I'm going to click in here so I can use the little D-pad. Uh, we'll have a boat named Bob. R. And, okay, Bob sails again. So now I believe... When I find, okay, you got to avoid those, but when I find some treasure of some kind, we'll see the mini-map show up. There may be another way to get the mini-map up, but I, I didn't see it. No, nothing's turning it on. Oh. There it is, okay. So now I think that's me finding the mini-map. And now you'll see there's a, a little red blip following my ship around on that map. So we, let's say we want to head over to these little islands over here. 
they appear right on our mini-map, which I love. So that is the mini-map extension running inside of Make Code Arcade, and that is my Make Code Arcade game pick of the week. And I've closed it again. Let me bring that back up to show you. There it is. So that is my Make Code Arcade game pick of the week. It is the Minimap Extension Beta. And this cute little uh, demo game made by Darzu. All right. Uh, let's see. So what else have we got? Um, I actually don't have a new project of the week that I had, uh, whoops, come back here. I don't have a new project of the week that I had been working on uh, sort of in the vein of some of my past projects, but I did have something, and that's, that's because this is, just so you know, behind the scenes, in the lead up to an unboxing, I'm busy shooting video for that, for the pre-edited section of it, and then editing. Uh, so I've been, been busy doing that, so I didn't do a, a new project, but actually this is something I've been doing uh, over the last few weeks. I, I was working on it just in my own time, and decided this would be a cool thing to show. This is a solar uh, panel charging station that I've been building. So a little background on this. Let me go to uh, a, let me show you the product here. One second. Okay, so this is the foundation of what I'm doing. This is a little universal USB, DC, and solar lithium ion and lithium polymer charger. Uh, it's called the BQ24074. Costs about $10. It's out of stock right now, but if you want to get notified when it's in stock, go ahead and type in your email and hit notify me. Uh, and if we check out the uh, guide for this, it shows us some of the details of it. And you can see on the board here, it has a DC power jack, so you can power the charger with DC power, so you uh, ostensibly have plugged in a big LiPo battery, a LiPoly battery. You can charge it from DC, you can charge it from USB-C, or you can charge it from a solar panel. So the DC can be a wall warp, but it can also be a solar panel. So that's the idea behind it. Um, and the way I'm using it, and this is a, a pretty good way to use it, is not just as a solar charger for this battery, but you'll note on there, there's a um, uh, JST pin out that says load out. So essentially you can power something from that battery that you're charging, or you could power something directly if it's, if it's a low enough current requirement. Um, but I believe the sort of optimal way and the way I'm, I'm using it is that I have a battery in there that's being charged by the solar panel, and then something else is being plugged into uh, a uh, another circuit. So the circuit that I'm that I'm using on my loadout is a power boost. So I'm using a power boost 1000, uh, which gives me uh, one amp charging at about five volts. And so uh, let me let me go and show you how I've put this together. So let's jump over to the bench cam and pop this up and pull that out of the way there. There we go. Uh, so actually, I was just charging it with USB-C right now because it was a bit depleted. It's cloudy out today. But I'll pull that out because that's not normally how I'm using it. And uh, let me bring the camera in closer. So you can see I've got this really nice um, solar panel. This is our huge, we call it the huge 6-volt, six 6-watt six solar panel. 
Uh, and this is made by Voltaic, and the idea behind these is that it's used in their, uh, they sell them standalone, but it's also for their backpacks and bags that have sort of an incorporated charging system. So I'm gonna zoom in a bit closer here on what's going on. So first of all, you'll see I've got uh, this nice little sort of water resistant case. Uh, it has a little gasketed lid, it has some screws, uh, hefty long screws that screw it down in place. And then it has a, uh, these are sort of water resistant uh, cable gland, they're called, <laughs> I hate that word, but there you go. So if you feed a wire through there, as you screw this down, it'll tighten a little rubber gasket around that wire if it's of the right size. Um, I'm not planning to put mine out in the rain, but it's nice to have a, a place to put this. And it also has flanges that can be screwed down onto something if you want. Um, one of the ways I've been using it is to simply provide some shade for that stuff using the panel itself because you don't want these batteries to get too hot. Uh, so we have the um, solar charger board here. And you'll see that is plugged in with this little DC power plug that comes from the voltaic panel. I can pull that out of there. And ideally, I'll remove uh, this wire and re-splice it after pushing it through another gland, but I'm not too worried about it right now. And then that uh, is a kind of a small uh, DC plug. So we're using this little right angle adapter that adapts the size uh, to the more standard size there. So that's the power into the board, and then you'll see it's doing two of these JST connectors. One is to the battery, so we're charging the battery with this, it says LiPo, uh, LiPo Bat there, and then load out, that is plugged into one of our uh, little Power Boost 1000s there, and so you can see this has what we call the battery in, so that, that Power Boost, let me see if I can get any closer here. There we go. Uh, so that power boost normally expects to have a battery plugged in, but we're using this little man in the middle here. Uh, and then I just um, used one of our little USB uh, panel extension cables here to get a sort of standard USB-B outside of the case. And this is one that has little female headers, so I added some male header pins, right angle header pins to this. Uh, and in fact, I wasn't quite sure if I was gonna use it this way, so I didn't commit to it and solder it. So these are actually just kind of pressed in there, but they've managed to, uh, just through some mechanical force, stay uh, nicely plugged in. But eventually if I commit to that, those, th those need to be soldered. Uh, and these have little um, plugs, it's four wires, so it's got the data lines, which I'm not using, and then the ground and power, which I am. Uh, and so that just kind of tucked in pretty neatly into this case. So if I plug this back up through here, you can see actually the right angle connector helps me a, a bit with some of the management of space. That fits all kind of nicely there. Uh, and this has a little bit of clearance, which is good. So I'm gonna Take those screws out there. I can push this little gasket back in place. It likes to fall out. Uh, it got a little stretched, I think. All right, so that fits satisfyingly right onto there, into the grooves, and then we can throw these screws on here. 
Uh, and I like these cases. We sell these in, in the Adafruit store. I forget what we call them. It's probably like weatherproof project enclosure or something like that. If anyone wants to find that in the uh, chat, put a link in Discord. That'd be great. I think we have these in a couple sizes too, so you might want to uh, check. I don't know. I don't think this says what size it is. Uh, so that's my setup, and so I've been just putting that outside like that, so you can see I've got uh, a little shade for the box itself, and then I can plug pretty much any USB cable in there. Uh, so right now, just as a demonstration, uh, there's probably not much coming in from my overhead lights. They're, they're mostly LED lights, so I don't think they provide a lot of, a lot of juice to that solar panel. Uh, but the battery itself is fairly charged, so that should give us uh, some power for our clue here. So in a very eco-friendly team up here, I've got my solar charger, charger station, and I've got this little plant friend I built, which uh, my my daughter asked for something to use to check the uh, moisture level level on plants. So I did a a, a version of one of our clue projects using this little uh, I squared C seesaw stemma uh, it's temperature, I think. Yeah, both temperature and moisture sensor. So you plug that down into a plant and it'll tell you the, the moisture. And we have level settings for that uh, that turn, turn the colors red, I think, if it's too low. So this will allow you to plug pretty much anything in. Um, uh, the, the one downside is that the power boost is the power boost 1000, which is uh, a one amp max. So some devices just won't charge at all or they'll just charge slowly. So you could definitely do some work on that to uh, get a different charge circuit in there. I don't know, uh, hoping maybe Lady Ada, if you're listening, will do a, uh, a successor to the PowerBoost 1000C at some point that's maybe two, 2.4 amps, something like that. That would be awesome. Uh, and maybe switch over to USB-C on it. Anyway, I think that that's uh, kind of a fun Project. I've never done any any uh, solar stuff other than little tiny um, sort of uh, robots, stem robots with with little solar panels. So this is the first time I've made something using a bigger panel, and it works really well. I've used it. Ironically, I've used it to charge up these kinds of uh, battery packs. So it's just batteries upon batteries upon charging circuits. But I just plug that in and tuck that under there, and then I'm uh, sort of happy to know that the sun is doing its job to charge my stuff. Uh, and ultimately, this is a great thing to have in a car as an emergency uh, sort of backup to, to keep a device charged if you need to. Um, take it camping, uh, have it in your go bag, that sort of thing. So uh, that's the project that I built. And maybe at some point, I'll uh, after this unboxing, maybe I'll take a, a minute to, to document this thing and put it out as a learn guide, do some fritzing diagrams and things. and actually discuss it with uh, Lady Ada to make sure that I'm, I'm doing it the best way possible. Uh, by the way, there are, on our little solar um, charger board, there are jumpers for adjusting the charge rate. So I think I have it at the default, which is a one amp charge, but I should slice that and bridge the one for 1.5 so that I can charge faster because I think that that uh, battery can handle that. Um, and this one is, I think, our 4400, or is that the 66? Yeah, that might be a 6,600 milliamp hour battery. That's the three cell one, yeah. So that's the, the biggest one that we carry. So that, that'll carry a charge for a long time. Uh, all right, so that's my little project build. 
I uh, hope you enjoyed that. And if you've got experience with uh, solar stuff and have ideas on improvements for that, I'm always interested to know because I'm, I'm new to it. And uh, I know there's a lot of people who have a lot more experience doing solar stuff that, that might be able to chime in. Um, so I'll check these, these uh, comments out a little later. But uh, yeah, good, good stuff. Power amp 5,000. That would be nice. Um, all right. So let's see. I think the only thing remaining is I just want to put another plug in for our upcoming uh, Ada Box unboxings. That's going to be Wednesday, the 28th, at what time? Uh, 8 p.m. Do I have that right? 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific. I got that right, right? I'm terrible with those times. I think I did. If I didn't, someone will tell me in the chat. Uh, let's see. Um, and I think that's it. I'm sorry, I got distracted by the chat. I actually got a question from our own Jesse May uh, asking about the uh, learn guide for Adabox 16 and the tutorials. So yeah, that should be going out soon. If you've gotten your box already, um, and you're not seeing the tutorials out, it should be soon, like any day now, I'm hoping. Um, we don't want to spoil the surprise for people by putting them up. Uh, that gets a lot more, it's, it's sort of hard for our systems to not automatically tweet things. So I think to avoid um, spoilers, we don't want to put that info out quite yet. So if you've gotten your, your Adabox, um, you might not be able to go to one of the links that's listed there yet. But yes, definitely by the unboxing, uh, by next Wednesday, we will have those up. Uh, so that should, uh, that should answer that question for people. All right. Well, thank you so much for stopping by today to John Park's workshop. I'm John Park. This is my workshop uh, for Adafruit Industries. I will sign off and I will see you next week. So tune in at this time uh, at the four o'clock Eastern time for my JP's product pick of the week on Tuesday. And then come right on back on Wednesday for the very special uh, Ask an Engineer takeover that will be the Adabox 16 unboxing. And just because I love it so much, I'll leave you with this. that. Have you guessed the theme yet? I hope so. If not, you're in for a doozy. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.